For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Unbelievable. Team Canada and Team USA, two teams that were supposed to face each other in the FIBA finals, unfortunately both lost their semifinal matches. So that means both of them missed the FIBA finals. But because they both lost their semifinals matches, they both were in a match to see who would take home the bronze medal on Sunday. We're going to break down who won that match, who are the leading scorers, and if we can take anything out of that match to help influence what we're thinking about these players heading into next season. We're going to break down all of this and so much more today. Let's get started. Team Canada beat Team USA and took home the bronze medal. That's right. I didn't stutter. You didn't hear me mistalk there. Team USA, a powerhouse with legit NBA stars or all-stars on it, lost to Team Canada. Team Canada beat USA earlier yesterday morning in an overtime thriller, 127 to 118. Alexander Walker had five points, two steals, one of eight from the field. Anthony Edwards was 24 points, five rebounds, three assists. He was nine for 20 from the field. Canada finished third, obtaining a World Cup medal, the bronze medal in this case, for the first time. And USA finished fourth, falling off of the podium. And if you want to know who was one of the leading scorers for Canada, it was Dylan Brooks, who dropped 39 points on 7 of 8 shooting from 3. Team USA lost to Canada, and because of that, they are taking no medal home. Team Canada on the backs of Dylan Brooks, RJ Barrett, SGA to name a few. Help push Team Canada past Team USA, help them get the victory in OT, and help them take home the bronze medal for the first time in their history, which is very, very impressive, and it meant a lot to them. And if you were watching the game and watching how they were acting after they received the medal, you can see RJ Barrett and all of those guys for Team Canada were happy, were enthusiastic, and were ecstatic. Because not only have they finally made it back to the Olympics, but they placed third in the FIBA World Cup. They took home the bronze medal. And not only that, how sweet must it have been for Team Canada to beat Team USA to take home that bronze medal for the first time. Because I can tell you for a fact, nobody had Team Canada winning over Team USA. Everybody thought, because of the offensive firepower Team USA possessed, because of the stars and all-stars Team USA had, they found it very hard to believe that a team with Team USA, Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, Jaron Jackson Jr., Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, they thought a squad built like that with those players would be able to run through the entire FIBA World Cup. And for a time, it looked like that. 
until Team USA saw Lithuania, until Team USA saw Canada, until Team USA saw Germany, the eventual winners of the FIBA World Cup. So shout out to Germany for taking home the gold because they beat Team USA and they deserve to take home the gold because they played one heck of a game. But in regards to Team Canada, Dylan Brooks almost dropping 40 points on you tells you all you need to know about what the main issues were for that game. Team USA, for everything they could give you on the offensive end, gave it back to you on defense. They were poor on defense. They were poor passing the ball. Oftentimes, Team Canada's defense was just a little too much for Team USA to handle. They didn't know how to respond, especially when they were locking up some of the guards. That's why they had to keep switching out guard after guard after guard. Austin Reeves, Tyrese Halliburton, Jalen Brunson, Anthony Edwards. They kept switching out different players to see who would help give them the best punch, both offensively and defensively. But the unfortunate part is, even though some people could help you on offense, not everybody could. And some people, a lot of players, could not help you on defense, especially on the guard position. On the glass, it was very hard for Team USA to beat them back because they couldn't get additional rebounds. As much as Dylan Brooks was killing them from three and shooting them out, his defense on Team USA was elite as well too. As we see here, Jalen Brunson, as Team USA loses an OT to Canada, and they failed again to win any medal at the World Cup. But during that game, Jalen Brunson had 13 points on 5 of 11 shooting, 2 assists, negative 17 in 23 minutes. Then you got RJ Barrett, who again helped Team Canada win the bronze medal. In a victory over Team USA, he had 23 points, 7 rebounds, 8 of 16 from the field, and 4 of 8 from three-point range. Shout out to Team Canada for winning their first bronze medal in an OT victory against Team USA. I'm sure because it was against Team USA, that victory felt oh so sweet. The fact that it happened in OT mattered a lot. And if you were wondering what player potentially helped bring Team Canada over the edge in OT, that player was RJ Barrett. Arguably, hit the dagger on Team USA. As you're watching the clip right now, you can see SGA break down the defense inside, find RJ Barrett, RJ hitting that shot, and putting Team Canada up even more points in OT, basically sealing the deal and helping ensure that Team Canada would walk away, go home with the bronze medal. And that's absolutely what they did. RJ Barrett, SGA, Dylan Brooks. This victory for Team Canada is on them because not only did they show up to play, they showed up to compete. And it was obvious and apparent as soon as tip-off began. They were not playing. They knew what this game meant. They knew who the competition was and they wanted to get out of the gate fast and early and see what they can do to help contribute to their team beating Team USA and winning this medal for the first time. So shout out to Team Canada. Shout out to RJ Barrett. This victory for Team Canada is on them because not only did they show up to play, they showed up to compete. And it was obvious and apparent as soon as tip-off began. They were not playing. They knew what this game meant. They knew who the competition was 
and they wanted to get out of the gate fast and early and see what they can do to help contribute to their team beating Team USA and winning this medal for the first time. For me, what this tells me for RJ Barrett headed into next season is that RJ needs to be efficient, needs to play his natural position as the number two, and also needs to be aggressive with his game. If he's open, wide open, shoot the shot. But if you have a defender on you, you must take him off the dribble. You must get to the line. You must drive to the basket. You must be aggressive. We saw him do that in the playoffs. We saw him do that primarily for Team Canada. That's why he was mostly effective in FIBA. If he can do that in the NBA, I argue he would be just as impactful, maybe a little bit more. His numbers would go up a little bit more. His efficiency would go up a little bit more. His percentages would go up a little bit more. And I think a lot of New York Knicks fans would be happy with that play. RJ Barrett, the biggest thing for him is consistency. If he can give you consistent production in consistent minutes each and every game on average for the Knicks next season, I think RJ Barrett can make an all-star game. And I think he helps the Knicks take that next step into greatness without really having to add anybody. And for a New York Knicks fan like me, that's the perfect ideal scenario. Not paying or overpaying anybody. Another year of talent and chemistry underneath your belt. And using that to develop and thrive in an Eastern Conference that is wide open, ready for a team to take that third spot. A spot that I argue the New York Knicks could absolutely obtain next season. Not only RJ though. I saw a lot of passing from Jalen Brunson. I saw a lot more rebounding from Josh Hart in key moments. Now, I'm not worried about Josh Hart. That's been his game and bread and butter since he's been with the Knicks. So I know that's what he's going to give me. Jalen Brunson, I know he's going to give me elite scoring, elite footwork. He does pass the ball. He had a career high in assists for the New York Knicks last season at 6.2. However... I do believe that Jalen Brunson would be better and it would behoove him to pass the ball more. And I know what you're saying. He did pass the ball a few times, but the people he passed it to missed. I anticipate those same shooters he passed it to last season that missed will make those shots in this season. But if he can move that ball around, kind of like how Emmanuel quickly runs the point when he's running point guard for the New York Knicks, he makes sure that ball moves all the way around Everybody touches it because he understands that that means they're going to be more engaged. If Jalen Brunson can do something similar to that, keep that offensive firepower and footwork that he has, that magical footwork that he has, I should add, and puts that all together. And if he can do that, he is absolutely making an all-star game. He is absolutely making all NBA. And he's absolutely, when it's all said and done this season, going to be known by everybody, not just Nick fans, but everybody, as being one of the top point guards in the East today. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below, smash that like button, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.